Hey, this is Hena Zonta from Electric Mob and Skills, and you're hearing to Michael's Record Collection. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Michael's Record Collection, episode number 62. In this episode, I spoke with Brazilian vocalist Henan Zonta. That's spelled R-E-N-A-N, but pronounced Henan. Some of you might know him from a project he did called Brother Against Brother with fellow Brazilian singer Nando Fernandes. Henan sings on a new project called Skills, which boasts some uh, real heavy hitters on the melodic rock scene, including bassist Billy Sheehan from Mr. Big, Sons of Apollo and the Winery Dogs, uh, drummer David Huff from Giant, and friend of the show Brad Gillis from Night Ranger, who was my guest on episode number 25. These four musicians just put out a great new album called Different Worlds under the band name Skills. It's a very appropriate band name for them. I spoke with Henan about Skills, how the band came about, his background and influences, his time on the Brazilian version of The Voice, his main band, Electric Mob, and much more. Before we get to that interview, I want to remind you, you can check out michaelsrecordcollection.com and sign up for my free weekly newsletter. You can also follow me on social media, at Mike's Records on Twitter, and Michael's Record Collection on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. Drop me a line and let me know what you think of the show at michaelsrecordcollection at gmail.com. And finally, you can support the show for just as little as $2 a month at patreon.com slash michaelsrecordcollection. Okay, enough of all that. Let's get to that interview with Henan Zonta. Here we go. Hello again, everybody. It's Michael's Record Collection again, and I'm very happy to welcome to the program Henan Zonta. He is uh, the lead singer for a new project called Skills. He's also with the Electric Mob and Brother Against Brother. Uh, Henan, thank you for your time today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So I want to talk to you a little bit about Skills. This is a band uh, with a, a new album out, came out May 13th on Frontiers Music called Different Worlds. And Skills lineup is just fantastic. You've got uh, yourself on vocals, Brad Gillis of Night Ranger on guitar, Billy Sheehan from Mr. Big and the Winery Dogs and Sons of Apollo on bass, and David Huff from Giant on drums with some help from Alessandro Del Vecchio, who's kind of I guess he's kind of the go-to guy for Frontiers for getting stuff done. He kind of just does whatever is needed, but he does some keyboards and backing vocals here and very exciting stuff. How, I mean, it must be great for you to just get that album out. Yeah. Um, what can I say? I think I'm living in every young guns dream, right? <laughs> <laughs> so it's, uh, it, it's more than honor. It's, it's a pleasure to, to be with the guys and to talk with them. They're some of my rock and roll heroes, and I'm super grateful. Before we get really deep into this record, I want to go back in your past and find out what sort of started it all for you musically. Do you remember a moment or an album or a song that really kind of set you down the path when you were young? Yeah. Um, since, since I was born, I was surrounded with this musical environment. My father is a metalhead and my mom is more into the AOR hard rock stuff. So I was always listening to Pantera and Metallica and Iron Maiden. 
and lots of journey and survivor and and Chicago and things like that. So rock and roll is 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 part of my my history. And along alongside with that, I always try to play some instruments when I was a kid, some Brazilian instruments, crazy, crazy type of stuff. But then when I discovered Adrian Smith from Iron Maiden, I was fascinated by the guitar and I wanted to play guitar so much. Uh, I bothered my father every day so he could get me a, a cheap one so I could practice and, you know. And when I was 14, I think I started to sing and then I left my guitar and became a professional screamer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you remember what your first favorite album was? Um, I think I have two first favorite albums. It was Killers by Iron Maiden and Kiss MTV Unplugged. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. So you've always been in that sort of melodic hard rock um, world uh, ever since you were, you know, just starting out. You talked about your your dad being a metalhead. What was your dad listening to? Was it Iron Maiden or were there other things that he was into? All the classics like Iron Maiden, Venom, Metallica, Megadeth, uh, all, all those bands. And yeah, I was always into the metal stuff, but also the melodic stuff. So I guess I developed my singing voice because of the melodic stuff. But my taste for rock and roll music is from the heavy stuff. Yeah. Where am I talking to you from today? Or where are you talking to me from today? You're you're in your home country? You're in Brazil? Yeah, yeah, I'm in Brazil. I'm at my hometown right now because Electric Mob will play here tomorrow. So I came I came earlier <laughs> to, you know, enjoy my family and, and, and everything. Yeah, I saw that you guys had some dates on the, the website. So I, I figured you guys were, is it just some doing a few shows or is it like a middle of a full-fledged tour or? Yeah. This tour actually was supposed to happen two years ago, but because of the pandemics, we, we weren't able to do it. So now we're doing this small Brazilian tour uh, just to, to kick off stuff. And with the new album, we, we will go to the U.S. and Europe and everything. Mm -hmm. Now, I have had people tell me that are in European-based bands that one of the places in the world that has embraced them the most is the South American countries. Is, is melodic hard rock still very big in Brazil right now? Yeah, totally. Um, we don't have a lot of Brazilian melodic hard rock bands. We have like Spectra and Landfall, but we don't have don't, that much of hard rock bands here in Brazil, but we really dig it. Uh, so every time uh, a hard rock act come to Brazil or South America, they're very welcome. Yeah, I believe I believe the Kisses end of the end of the road tour just came through South America. Yeah, I, I was in that concert in Curitiba oh. and it was like mind blowing. <laughs> Dream come true ever since you had the, the Kiss uh, unplugged yeah, MTV. Album. Yeah, totally, man. Um, <laughs> my eyes were like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm curious as to your choice uh, to sing in English. Uh, your English is obviously very, very good, but being Brazilian, 
you know, it, it begs the question, you know, why not Portuguese? So why, what, what, you know, what went into that decision-making for you? Yeah. Um, let me see. I always wanted to do uh, hard rock in Portuguese, but when we formed Electric Mob, we tried some stuff in Portuguese and it didn't fit as well as we thought it could be, you know? So we started to, to do things in English and I'm very grateful for that because if we, if we were still singing in Portuguese, probably Frontiers would pass us. So <laughs> uh, I, I think English is the, the best way for us. Okay. How has the 2020 Electric Mob album Discharge been received so far? You know, what kind of reviews are you getting? What kind of sales are you guys doing? Are you, are you pretty happy with it? Totally. I'm, I'm super happy because uh, we didn't expect it. Actually, we knew we were with, we, we had a, a great album and a, a great souvenir of what we do, but we didn't expect the, that much of, of uh, welcoming from, especially the, the, the foreign, how, how can I say that in English? The foreign press, I think. <laughs> and and yeah, uh, we're super excited, especially with the new album. That's, I, I think it's coming out late October, I guess. Okay. But yeah, man, we, we're we're diving into it. How's your how's your deal with Frontiers for Electric Mob? Is it two two albums, three albums, five albums? Five albums. Okay. Yeah. Good. good for you. <laughs> it's it's a long time. Yeah, that's good. He's a. Uh, uh, showing some investment in you uh there at um at frontiers is this skills album it came out may 13th is this your first release since the brother to brother album that came out last june yeah yeah so you were on that with a uh, fellow brazilian vocalist nando fernandez and you guys did like a lot of duets and it's a again it's a sort of a melodic metal album and um uh, you know, I got a chance to look at that and give that a listen and and it's all very good. It just seems like Frontiers Serafino has just such a, the right ear for putting the right people together. Yeah, he he know what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. Since it's your label, you want that. <laughs> yeah, totally. I, I I'm I'm getting super happy with that because I'm getting to sing a lot of stuff that I don't usually sing, like heavy metal and melodic hard rock, because it, in Electric Mob, I do all of that stuff kind of mixed together, the, the heavy stuff and the melodic stuff and, you know, the growling and the greedy vocals, the blues rock thing. Uh, but I never had the chance of being a, on a project of strictly melodic hard rock or heavy metal or anything like that so yeah that that's awesome for a singer it's awesome
So Serafino, um, he put, he kind of had the idea to get you guys together for skills, but how did that come together? What did it, he, did he start with you or did he start, start with a list of these are the people I want to see playing together, you know, and, and just to see what this formula comes up with. How did that work? Yeah, I think it was mid 2020 and he sent me a message saying, how about you fronting this new super group with some big names involved, uh, AOR, Melodic Rock? And I was like kind of skeptical and hesitating a bit because I, I was in the beginning of the writing process for Electric Mob new album. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to, you know, uh, mix things and I, I didn't want to spoil anything. So I was kind of hesitating. But as I said, okay, let, let me see what you got and, and, and let's talk a bit more about it. And a few days later, he mailed me saying that Brad, Billy, and David were on board. And I was like, holy shit, I got to do it. <laughs> and, and, and that was pretty much it. Yeah. He's like, well, he said they were big names and then you got the names and it's like, wow. Right? <laughs> he was, he was uh, telling the truth there. Is this one of those deals from Frontiers where everybody kind of recorded in their home studio? Everybody sent files back and forth. Is that how it came together? Unfortunately, yes, because we weren't able to catch up in person. I couldn't apply for a visa to get them to be in in the United States. And we had to do it it all separately. But I, I think it went great. I recorded my vocals uh, in my hometown in Brazil with my buddy Mauricio Baza. He produced my vocals for the album. And I think we, we did a great job. Hopefully, if, if, there, if there's another one on the way, hopefully we, we can do it in a band style all together in the same studio, same room. Yeah. Uh, and, and yeah, that, that's what I want. Tell me about the songwriting process for the Different Worlds album. This is you, uh, Alessandro was involved. Who else contributed to the to the songwriting for these uh, these tracks? We collaborate a lot. Uh, Alessandro, he's a fucking machine. <laughs> <laughs> he writes so much stuff and so much great stuff, uh, and he sent me a lot of demos with uh lyrics and 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 melodies and everything and some of them weren't finished so i gave my inputs and and wrote melodies and 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 lyrics for for i think three three songs in the album i think and 
And yeah, uh, a lot, lots of songwriters involved, uh, lots of very talented people, and you can see the result with the album. Yeah. How long did it take for this whole thing to come together from start to, you know, till, till the time you put the album to, to bed? I think six months, maybe, because most of the songs were finished, so I... Uh, I just entered the studio and, and, and did my stuff. But I think, yeah, from the beginning till the masters, I think six months. So you got you got music files that you sang to, you know, once they were sort of, you know, at least roughly drawn out. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. How did you manage to go in and record vocals over these things? Just hearing, like, for example, what Brad was doing. I mean, that I mean, he he's just this is another great Brad Gillis album. Yeah. Um... First of all, I was very, very nervous because I had to deliver, you know, I, all eyes on me <laughs> because I'm, I, I'm the nobody in this band. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I had to, to do my best uh, to, to fill these shoes, you know, as a frontman for such big names. Mm -hmm. But I'm, I'm, very, I'm very happy with what I did. And um, I was very true to myself, to myself to my singing and, and to my soul. So uh, I'm all about that, uh, the real thing, you know, real voice and real rock and roll, real representation of what I am. Mm -hmm. And I, I just did it. What was the hardest part that you had to do for this album? I know that on the, the closing track, Don't Break My Heart starts out with this great Brad Gillis riff. And then you let out this really high sort of vocal wail at the beginning and, and before the song softens up for the verse, but it's, I thought, man, that, that sounds like that one was a tough day in the studio. <laughs> no, actually, uh, I'm pretty used to it. Uh, I, I love to scream, so uh, that that's what I do. That's what I do best. <laughs> but I think uh, the most difficult thing was to 
not over sing the parts, you know, mm-hmm. and respect the music and let the music do the talking and not that much of show off. And yeah. I, I think that that was the the difficult thing of doing the, the vocals. Was that kind of the, it almost seems like the opposite of brother against brother where kind of Serafino probably wanted you guys to show off a little bit with those vocals. Yeah, actually I did my session on brother against brother and, and the label got back like do more, <laughs> <laughs> go over the top with this. And I was like, okay, let me do it. Yeah. Bigger, bigger. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so you guys put out, I think, three singles. I think the third one might have dropped when the the album dropped. But um, "Blame It on the Night" was one, and uh, "Stop the World" was one, and "Just When I Needed You" was one. And that one is a, a power ballad. Had you done much singing on ballads before? Not recording, but uh, when I'm home with my guitar, I. I do power ballads i i love them especially the white snake ones <laughs> <laughs> so i was kind of my in in my zone doing it but i'm i'm not really used to record power ballads because i'm not that that kind of songwriter i i don't do that much ballads but i i love to sing ballads mm-hmm. don't know what i do without you But now I see you gone I'll have to carry on In every face I see you Why were you taken away from me Just when I need Were there any songs that were that were worked on that just didn't quite make the cut in the end? Were you know like some some extra tracks laying around afterwards? Actually, no. Uh, when Alessandro sent me the tracks, they, they uh, he sent me the whole bunch, and I asked him every every song that you send me will be in the album, and he said yes. So I, I'm sure there's a uh, some songs that didn't fit the album but uh, i i didn't listen to them okay uh do you have a favorite uh song on this album i have two blame it on the night i think it's a kick-ass tune mm-hmm. uh very tell us mr big thing and oh what's the name of the song uh so much <laughs> <laughs> uh losing the track i love i love this song Okay. I think it's it's so 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 powerful and and meaningful. Lyrics are great and the melodies are killer. Why can't you see what's left behind? Why do we walk alone? Why can't we see? Are we so blind? We're falling below, and now we stand against the.
It's ironic to me that you you had to take a minute to remember the song name for losing the track. It kind of <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jokes on me. <laughs> funny, how, funny how that worked. Uh, you lost the track there for a minute. Um, yeah, I, I'm 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 doing so much right now uh, with Electric Mob and and you know Skills and Brother Gets Brother and every everything in between so i can remember all the tracks <laughs> <laughs> yeah well as long as you remember the lyrics when you're up there singing them that's that's all that matters really um yeah so 11 songs on this album were there any that you weren't quite sure about when you got uh, but they ended up working out okay in the end yeah uh i won't put names in the table <laughs> <laughs> but uh th there were some songs that that at, at first hearing I was mm, that's not much my tune my my song my you know my vibe mm -hmm. uh, but I think it was just because it was another one singing yeah and when when I sang them in studio I was like oh that's okay that that sounds great and let's keep with that that'll work <laughs> yeah yeah you just need to you need to have the right the right person putting it together. I can't speak highly enough about this album. I, you know, as soon as I saw the lineup, I knew it was going to be really good. And this is a, a terrific, uh, melodic rock album. And, you know, all the songs are, are fairly accessible, but they're, you know, when you hear what, you know, what you do, what Brad does, David, Billy, you know, everything really works well together. Is, is there any chance, I know these frontiers projects kind of, sometimes they get thrown together to see if it works before you really figure out if, if it's going to be, you know, more heavily invested in, uh, is there any chance that there will be live skills shows? There's always a chance. We talked a bit about it, but you know, it all depends on what we will be doing in the future. Uh, because, you know, uh, Billy has a gazillion bands, Mm -hmm. And he's always touring, and Brad as well, and and David with all his producing stuff and Giant and and everything, and me with Electric Mob. So we we don't know what the future holds, but there's always a chance of of this happening, you know, in the near future. Uh, let's see, let's see what the future holds, and let's see what people thinks about the the record and. Mm -hmm and if it's going to happen or not.
I had a great idea today. I don't know if it's been thought of by someone else, but I think Serafino should do a Frontiers Music cruise and bring all of these artists together and you guys can finally play these these albums live that uh, you know that Frontiers puts out these great albums, but a lot of them never get any live play because everybody's in five or six different bands. So I think it'd be great if you just put a cruise together and then you guys, you know, one night you'd be with brother against brother, another night you'd be with skills. I think it'd be I think it'd be I think it would do really well. It will be awesome. Awesome. <laughs> well, you you can bring that idea to Serafino, and then uh, if he goes for it, just let him know. Um, my fee would just be a free cruise ticket. Yeah, uh, I'll text him. <laughs> All, right. All right. Sounds good. I'm just amazed that any of you guys get any of this stuff done, because when I saw the names involved, I mean, Brad, uh, Night Ranger just put out a new album. They've been touring that. Uh, Billy's been busy with stuff. Giant had a, an album out recently. You know, you you guys are are pushing, um, you know, your album and working on a new one. It it's incredible to me that you guys have time to to stop and or not stop, but you know, to find the time to record for other projects. It's just um, you guys must love being busy all the time. <laughs> yeah, pandemic really messed our heads. And I think uh, to have the opportunity of working with as much people we can, I think it's the best way to, you know, stay sane and stay healthy because being two years at home were horrible. Yeah. It was, it, it was horrible. And, and now we're getting the chance to, you know, uh, get back on stage again on the road and to meet with people again. And, and that's awesome. And to be part of that, of, of those projects, it's, it, it, it's like you said, we like being busy and being busy. It's what make a, a, a musician uh, even better. So uh, I think that's the, that's the right way. Yeah, I know. I mean, because we think of, as music fans, we think, you know, it's been two years. I'm just glad I get to go to concerts again. I'm glad I get to, you know spend money to see great music performed live and see my favorite bands in person. But it's hard to put yourself in the shoes of the artist and thinking that they just lost two years worth of revenue. They had to put albums on hold because, you know, they couldn't tour them and things like that. It's, it just must be 10 times. It must've been 10 times worse for musicians than it was for just for people who like to go to shows and listen to music. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah. Well, you mentioned new electric mob. What is that? What's that's next for you in the in terms of releases? That's what you got next coming out. Yeah. Um, as soon as this Brazilian tour is over, uh, we will focus on the releasing of the new album. I think the first single will be out uh, July this year, and then. I think two more singles in between and then the album, I think September or October. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure about it, but yeah, we're really excited with this new one. It's heavier and greedier and, you know, with a lot of uh, new pop stuff in between. So it's a, it's a crazy, crazy record and we're really excited to release it. Oh, that sounds good. Do you have um, plans to do a, a follow-up with Brother Against Brother? I think it will happen soon. 
we're talking, uh, you know, label and Nando and me. Uh, we're talking about doing another one, uh, maybe next year. I don't know. Like I said, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lots, lots going on. What are you listening to now? What's what's sort of uh, capturing your imagination in the in the music scene? I'm listening a lot of Ghost right now. Uh, okay. Ghost was a band that I, you know, didn't care that much in the beginning because I was uh, like every metalhead in the world. I was like, oh, they they look very very hardcore. <laughs> but when you listen to them, it's like a, a, a mix of King Diamond and Nabba. So it's it's a bit weird, but you know, I'm 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 loving what they are putting out, and I'm listening a lot of ghosts and a lot of uh, prog new prog metal bands like uh Tesseract and okay. Animals as Leaders and uh, those, those crazy shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. Where does where does your prog metal uh, love come from? Do you know? I love the classics. Yes, I love Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. I love King Crimson. Uh, I think it it came from that. Yeah. All right, that sounds great. So, I don't know what. What what is considered successful these days for for an album like uh, like the new Skills album? Well, you know, is it, what's successful in terms of of record sales or or um, you know sort of critical acclaim? How do you measure that success? That's not easy to answer because uh, we have a lot of measures right mm -hmm. now. We have album sales, we have DSPs. We have YouTube views. We have uh, now we are back in with the gigs. So uh, I think success is when you when you put your feet on the road and you gather a lot of people to see you. And I think that's that's the kind of success that I'm I'm reaching right now uh, to tour a lot and to see full packed houses and. When you do that, I think you're successful. All right, so I don't know much about this, but I definitely wanted to ask you about it. You were on, as I understand it, The Voice Brazil? Yep. How did that go for you? It was, it, it, it changed my whole life because when I, when I entered the show, I was just a, you know, farm boy singer from a small town in Brazil and nobody knew me at all and i i came to to the show and to the the stage and i was like okay i'm gonna sing of rock and roll music right now uh it's called my, my name is Hannah, and i'm gonna sing some acdc for you thank you <laughs> you know very shy and i i didn't know what to expect but as soon as I was on, on the show, everybody sent me so much love and so much support that I wasn't expecting at all. And it, it, it changed my whole life and my whole perspective of what is to be uh, an, an artist, professional artist, you know? And since then, I'm trying my best to, you know, uh, please people with my voice. Mm -hmm. 
is is that how Serafino found you, or did he find you through um, Electric Mob? Through Electric Mob, mm -hmm. uh, we were about to release a second EP, totally independent, and we sent some emails, and we sent the same email to Frontiers with our songs and our videos, and and you know a, a briefing of the band, and they. They answered back right away uh, saying, hey, guys, do, do you want to make this, this new EP a full album? Do you mm -hmm. want to release five more albums with us? Do you want to <laughs> be rock stars? And, you know, uh, all of that. And that was pretty much it, man. Yeah. Did you when you finished The Voice, did you have, you know, people from all over the country asking you to come sing for their band and things like that? Still to this day. Yeah, still open. <laughs> Those doors are wide open now for you, huh? <laughs> I get I get that a lot. Uh, every day when I'm on Instagram, there's a new dude calling me to uh, sing in, in this new super rock and roll band that's going to break all the rules and, you know, be super successful. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, dude, thanks, but I, I have my own band. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Forgive me, I don't know how far you got on the show. I don't even watch The Voice here in the United States, let alone in other countries. How far did you make it in the show? I went to the quarterfinals, but I was asked to participate in the finals as a guest. Okay, great. Well, congratulations on that. That's uh, that's something. Um, Thank you, man. Did you know Nando, Nando very well before you guys started Brother Against Brother? I'm a fan. I'm a big fan of Nando. I watched a lot of shows uh, with his older bands and he, he didn't know me at all uh, since we started to talk about this, this project, uh, Brother Against Brother, and we became really good friends. Um, actually, Electric Mob played in Sao Paulo two weeks ago and, and he was there and uh, it was really nice to catch up with him and we, we, we had a blast together. Uh, Nando is, is famous in Brazil as the Brazilian Dio. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I can see it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So skills, uh, we don't know if there's going to be live shows. We do know that the album Different Worlds is out. You can pick it up uh, digitally. You can get it on CD. If you go to the Frontiers web shop, they have an exclusive white marble vinyl LP version uh, has Serafino sent you any of these uh, physical products or do you got to buy them? <laughs> I hope he sent me some. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Serafino, got to send those out, buddy. Um, <laughs> that's great. Uh, have, you, have you been able to, I know you guys recorded separately, but have you met any of your bandmates in person for skills? Have you been in nope. the same room? No. Nope. No, uh, I, the, guys, the guys, yes, but not me with them, no. Nope. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Well, Hanan Zanta, I I really appreciate your time. I appreciate you talk to talking to me about this album. Uh, I wish you nothing but success with this. I, I hope that you guys get to perform this music live at some point. It's really good. You guys can check it out on on you know all all the streaming sites have it now, and uh, you can you know go and sample it, but buy the product, help the band out, support the band, and. Uh, you know, best of luck to you, Hanan. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you, man. Thank you for your time. Thank you for having me anytime. 
uh, just give me a call. Michael's Record Collection is hosted and produced by Michael Citro. Logo graphic courtesy of Jerry Cutchins. Follow Michael's Record Collection on social media, at Mike's Records on Twitter, and Michael's Record Collection on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. If you like what you hear, you can support the show through our Patreon at patreon.com slash michaelsrecordcollection. For the free newsletter version, go to substack.com and just type Michael's Record Collection into the search bar. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.